Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about horse racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices together They'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a big tip of the cap thank you as well to our great friends from the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Ken's Auto Detailing, Barks and Rep Doggy Daycare, and Camillus Golf Club. Make sure you go play Camillus all summer long, CamillusHillsGolfClub.com. You can get your membership now for 2024 as well. So just kind of want to do a show on appreciating, and I've done these you know, a bunch here in the recent past, but I want to do a show on Jim Cott and just what a treasure he is in you know, baseball, um, what a what a baseball life. In fact, I wish Major League Baseball would start doing a baseball life like the NFL Network has done a football life because I feel like it's just such an amazing show. And I think MLB could do it, you know, kind of the same way, having a really good narrator, maybe like, I don't want to say like a Brian Kenny, but maybe like a Gary Thorne, you know, or hey, maybe a pluck John Sterling to do some of the voicing as well. There's so many guys that could do it, obviously. Um, but Jim Cott, again, he's in the Hall of Fame, and I know he got, you know, elected in by that Golden Days era committee type of a thing. And, you know, look, I've said it a bunch of times. I'm not sure Jim Cott is a Hall of Famer. He's one of those borderline dudes. Uh, I want to just say, boom, slam dunk, you're a Hall of Famer. Like, I don't want to have to think about it. I want to look at Ken Griffey Jr., Garrett Ruth, you know, Ted Williams, Musial, uh, uh, everybody in between, Nolan Ryan, Pete Rose, even though he's not in, he should be. 
Um, you know, there's just those kind of players, the elite of the elite of, I don't, Roberto Clemente, I don't want to have to think about it. Tom Seaver, Bob Gibson, Whitey Ford, right? Um, Joe DiMaggio. Um, however, I do love Jim Cott. And when he did get inducted, there was a part of me that was like, yeah, this is so cool because he's such a great guy. 24 years in the major leagues for Kitty. And, you know, he was a three-time All-Star, won a World Series, AL wins leader one year, um, and a 16-time Gold Glove winner. Um, really, his numbers don't scream Hall of Fame at all. He doesn't have a ton of awards and accolades. He doesn't have a ton of postseason success. Um, you know, never won an MVP, never won a Cy Young, blah, blah, blah. Um, he was just kind of partly a model of consistency, and I think he, you know, fielded his position amazingly well. He did have 2,400-plus strikeouts and ERA of 3-4-5, which, you know, for some of his era was actually kind of high. Um, and then, you know, won 283 games against 237 in the loss column. So, look, I, do I think he's in, again, borderline guy? I probably would say no, but I'm not talking about that in this show as much as I am just the quality of, of, of a guy he is, and, and he's just so classy. Um, you know, he played for his baseball life, started with the Senators, Twins, White Sox, Phillies, Yankees, and then Cardinals to wrap it up. And, you know, you think about the baseball just playing and, you know, in that era against all these amazing, amazing uh, uh, batters and, and obviously the other pitchers, in that era that stretched for a couple of decades. We're talking Steve Carlton, Tom Seaver, Bob Gibson, Whitey Ford, you know, um, you know, he was a part of the move to Minnesota because he played, you know, his first 14 years there and he still does some, you know, special assisting to the Minnesota twins. And, um, you know, I think that's a great thing. I think Jim Cott in the game of baseball is wonderful. Um, Jim Cott is truly a treasure. He is a baseball lifer, a true, true treasure. And as I record this today, he's 84 years old. He's going to be 85 in November. And he's just an unbelievable health. I listen to him all the time on Real Voices of the Game with Dave D'Agostino and Kevin Kernan and that crew. I've had Jim Cott on a ton on my show. And he's just such a treasure. He just knows so much about the game. And if you remember, you know, with with Bob Costas, I think maybe the best baseball broadcasting team ever is Bob Costas with Jim Cott. I mean, it's just absolutely a staggering... Um, listen because of how much they, they, they know. Um, you know, and Jim Cott is also an author. I mean, he's been one of the best broadcasters. I mean, this guy, you want to talk about an accomplished baseball life, man, this is it. He released his third book, Good as Gold, My Eight Decades in Baseball, last May. Um, I got to get a hold of that one and, and read his others as well. But um, he's just such a treat. And when you think about Jim Cott at the time of his retirement, it was the longest of any pitcher in Major League Baseball history. And, uh, you know, it was now, now he's third time behind, third all time behind Nolan Ryan's 27 seasons and Tommy John's 26 campaigns. Cott also set a 20th century record by playing during the administrations of seven U.S. presidents, uh, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Lyndon B. Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, and Reagan. And uh, the mark was equaled by Nolan Ryan when he retired after the 93 season, which was the first year of the Bill Clinton administration. So again, longevity, durability, probably why he got in. Um, he is so likable, and I know that that is a big thing on all these committees. Like, you know, oh, he's got to he be good with the media. Well, Jim Cott's beyond good with the media. I don't think that should be part of the criteria, uh, but people make it out to be that way. Uh, but Jim Cott is certainly a, a, a treasure. And when you look at his standard pitching, you look at you know a lot of the numbers and all the rest. Again, he doesn't scream Hall of Fame. He only won 20 games twice. Um, you know, again, never won a Cy Young, never won an MVP. Um, you know, as far as some of the other numbers though that really really stand out for Jim Cott is you know you got to look at kind of the overall 
um, from the durability standpoint that I had talked about. You know, he pitched 180 complete games. I mean, that's that's not bad right there. And there are a couple other little things. I mean, you look at the durability with the innings pitched. I mean, he pitched, you're talking 300-plus innings twice in his career. He pitched 269, 243, 264, 263. And I know that was the era, you know, but still 277 into 1974 and then all the way down you know, the fourth to last year of his career, he pitched 129 plus innings. So the durability thing was there, but, but, but this, it's not so much about the numbers and the hall of fame and whether you think he's in or not, he's a class act and he's just a total treasure for the game. And, um, you know, I I just appreciate him so much. And I'm going to get into Jim Cott a little bit more coming up here on the ML sports platter brought to you by Ken's auto detailing barks and rec doggy daycare and our great friends at stumble and monkey brewing company. Log on today. To StumbleAndMonkeyBeer.com, they've got a lot of great choices. Victor, New York, right there in western New York outside of Rochester on School Street. Make sure you go see my friends. Rob and the gang are doing a great job. The ML Sports Platter continues appreciating Jim Cott next. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, rate, and review the show. Really appreciate all the listens. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at MikeLSports and on YouTube Mike Lindsley, 7060. So Jim Cott, a treasure. You know, I remember when I had Jim Cott on last time, and he was talking about, you know, getting into the Hall of Fame. And he went on this big, long spiel about how he understands and realizes the difference in a first ballot Hall of Famer and someone like Jim Cott. And I just don't know, maybe for just that comment alone, he should be in the Hall of Fame, right? Because... So many people don't understand that, and I feel like they should understand it. Like, there is a difference between, you know, waiting maybe six, seven, eight years, and things change, and time changes, and, and, and you know, committee members change, and all that sort of thing, um, where voting isn't as simple as, oh, there's Ted Williams, slugger, hitting for contact, possibly the best pure hitter of all time, slam dunk home run. He's in the Hall of Fame, duh. Ernie Banks, right? Roberto Clemente, Christy Mathewson. You know, I could can, can go on and on. Ty Cobb, Onus Wagner, right? Like, those are the absolute no doubt about it type of guys. And uh, for Cott to say that, that was that was pretty cool. And I thought showed a lot of his humility uh, as well. And I just love the way he sees the game. Because when you think about it, there are a lot of guys today who have been in the media forever, and they really have a grasp on the game of baseball. However, the Brian, I like Brian Kenny, don't get me wrong, but as a studio host and, you know, slash broadcaster, slash MC, uh, Brian Kenny has fallen so in love with the analytics, and it's okay if you like him, but like, you can't go all the way over, in my opinion, and actually have any kind of semblance of the game of baseball. Because the games we have it now that are dominated by analytics, and I don't care what you tell me. You want to tell me Gene Michael's way ahead of it because of on-base percentage? Fine. You want to tell me, but look, they haven't changed OBP, right? <laughs> you know, people are like, oh, well, some play, uh, scouts and people years ago were, were ahead of, they, they used to say launch angle. No, they didn't. Um, you know, let's face it. This is a baseball world not only filled, filled with analytics and garbage and, and words and, 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 and different things that are just so stupid. I don't even know where our game has gone. But it's also one that's incredibly artificial because the bases were, you know, you know they, they, they were made bigger by Rob Manfred and his cronies. Um, you know, there's a ghost runner on second base. I mean, people, this is not our game right now. And Jim Cott has understood the analytics, and he's embraced part of them and understood the ones that actually make sense. 
He has said that, but he has not allowed them to get into his mind and creep and dominate things. And I think that's a great thing. And Jim Cott, again, when you think about his unbelievable fielding ability, I mean, I did a podcast not too long ago on McGriff and Rowland. Like, are they really Hall of Famers? And I think, you know, McGriff probably is just on the outside looking in, but if he were to get in, he would be more of a modern committee, the Golden Days era, whatever the hell you want to call it. He'd be more of the modern era committee than the actual BBWAA voting these guys in, I think. Um, You know, Scott Rowland, you know, for sure, um, you know, dominated fielding third base like, like very few have. I mean, the only guys you could probably compare him to in the history of the game would be Brooks Robinson, Nolan Arenado right now, and probably, uh, you know, Greg Nettles, let's say. I mean, I, I don't even think, you know, Adrian Beltre was amazing, but I don't even think, you know, you could put him in that category. Mike Schmidt was really good, but I don't know if you could put him in that category. Uh, I mean, gosh, you know, A-Rod maybe, I, probably not though. Um, so these guys are all, all outstanding fielders. And guess what? Jim Cobb, uh, it's tough to find a better fielding pitcher in the history of baseball. I mean, he won the Gold Glove Award for defensive skill record 16 consecutive times. I mean, that is, wow. I mean, his record for career gold gloves by a pitcher is now second to Greg Maddox's 18. I mean, that's incredible. And how about this amazing stat, by the way? Jim Cott used the same baseball glove for 15 seasons. Isn't that unbelievable? So he has some very unique things about his career. Again, the durability, the longevity, a lot of the stats do kind of look like they compile because he didn't really dominate. Like, you know, he didn't have five, six, 21 seasons and three Cy Youngs. He doesn't have Randy Johnson numbers, Nolan Ryan numbers, Tom Seaver numbers, Bob Gibson numbers. He doesn't have Greg Maddox numbers. He doesn't have Tom Glavin numbers. You know, he doesn't have Whitey Ford or Pedro Martinez or, you know, uh, Christy Mathewson or Cy Young numbers, right? He doesn't have those. Walter Johnson numbers, 110 shutouts type of a thing, 400 wins, all that sort of thing. He doesn't have any of those. But he does have some really unique little things, and I wonder because of how cordial he's been and what a class act he's been, coupled with the fact that the durability, longevity, the appreciation there, the fielding of the position, uh, you know, just, you know, the certain era, again, there were these eras created so that they could judge that specific era of things. That's the Golden Days era committee. So they looked hard into Jim Cott, and they said, we think he's Hall of Famer. Um, But I think the big thing, and again, the broadcasting career, being an author, all these different things, He's one of my favorite people to talk to. He's one of my favorite people in the game of baseball. He's one of my favorite people in sports. And I'll tell you right now, if you're going to put anybody in who's a borderline guy who isn't like slam dunk me for this, it's probably Jim Cott because he is such a great guy. And for that reason alone, I'm obviously happy he's in, even though I'm not sure he should be in because of the quality human being. And obviously, look, he was an outstanding ball player. It's just I've always been you know, a component of, of, of the Hall of, of Elite, not the Hall of, uh, of Very Good. But, hey, either way, uh, Jim Cott, you know, and, and look, some guys are great. You know, there there is the great part, you know, and sometimes you, you can be great but not get in a Hall of Fame because, again, it's the elite of the elite. I mean, the Yankee thing with the Monument Park and all that drives me crazy. Well, Monument Park, that's fine. You can put people in there, but the retired number thing is just, God, I mean, they have completely buttered and melted that down. I mean, let's be honest right now. I mean, Jorge Posada's jersey should not be retired. You want to give him a plaque on Monument Park? You want to have people celebrate that and make it kind of a freaking museum? Be my guest. But you're going to retire his number with Babe Ruth? You know, you're going to retire Paul O'Neill's number with Lou Gehrig and Mickey Mantle and Derek Jeter? I mean, come on, man. It's just, we have just watered down society so bad. So I think, though, that, um, you know, Jim Cott, um, you know, having his, you know, number retired with the Twins, 
you know, that one makes sense. I mean, you're talking about, you know, Jack Morris, Jim Cott. You know, I don't know what the numbers are off offhand. I'm just guessing. I, I would assume uh, Ken Herbeck is in there. Uh, Kirby Puckett would probably be in there. Uh, Harmon Killebrew would be in there. Um, but I could see that one being retired for the Twins because he, for them, was an all-time great. Um, but this stuff with the Yankees and, and a lot of these other, you know, although the fr- a lot of the other franchises aren't really watering it down like the Yankees, but they've got to, well, they can't change it now because they're not going to pull people out. But, again... Um, you know, I just, Hall of Elite is Hall of Elite and retired jerseys are for the Bobby Orr's and the Michael Jordan's of the world and the Wayne Gretzky's of the world, man. You know, those, that, that's what retired jerseys are for. So anyway, either way, whether you feel like you should be in or not, um, appreciating Jim Cott is just too easy because he's just one of the great guys in baseball. And I can't wait to have him on again. This is the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Bet Online and sponsored in part by our great friends over at Ken's Auto Detailing. If you are in and around central New York, make sure you stop by Route 11 in the Burton Cicero area and get your motorcycle, your car, your truck, your camper detailed. Ken does it right. You drive off a lot and you literally feel like you're driving a brand new car. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to the Allen Angus Pub, Brewerton Ace Hardware, Bonnet Sales and Service, and our great friends at Liverpool Physical Therapy. Again, that post-op therapy need, back, shoulder, neck, whatever it might be. Maybe you had a little injury around the house. Go with LPT today, man. These guys are amazing. Liverpool Physical Therapy right there on Old Liverpool Road. You can experience the difference at Liverpool Physical Therapy. And of course, visit them online before your visit at liverpoolphysicaltherapy.com. That's liverpoolphysicaltherapy.com. I'm Mike Lindsley, and as I always tell you, Enjoy the games. We all want to protect our families, our homes, our businesses, and our health. CH Insurance provides the best personal and business coverage at the best value. You can trust the pros at CH. Here's who's in your corner. We have a really good team. We're always trying to help you in the best way as we can. The team makes the dream, right? And I would say that our our colleagues are second to none. We treat our clients like they're family. When it comes to protecting what's important to you, the pros at CH Insurance are in your corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.